1: We on that haunted ground, the three spooked girls. Hey Spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on three spooked girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my ghoul friend Jessica. Hello. And today we are bringing you what I would say is a pretty festive episode. It is if you're listening during published day or week, it is Thanksgiving week. So for today we have decided to talk about some haunted restaurants
0: cuz this week is all about food.
1: Yes. Yes, so we're like food and We got it. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> But if you are new here, hello and welcome. Thank you for checking out the show. Returning spooksters, welcome back. We love you guys so, so much. If you'd like to hang out this on social media, our handle is at 3spookedgirls, and we have an amazing Facebook group that is 3spookedgirls official. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash 3spookedgirls. As for as little as a dollar, you get one bonus episode a month, and each different tier has cool stuff to check out. $5 and up starts our video content. And you may have seen patron selects in the feed. Those are for our 10 and higher tiers.
0: But I'm going to hand
1: it over to Jessica now for our first haunted restaurant.
0: Okay. So we're going to take a fun trip to the state of Mississippi. Unless you live in Mississippi, then you're not going anywhere. But <laughs> mentally, I am taking a fun little trip. Okay. We're going to be talking about King's Tavern, which is in Mississippi. When Chef Regina Charbonnet's husband and son opened Charbonnet's Rum Distillery in their hometown of Netez, the property included the King's Tavern, an original tavern, in the 1789 building. She loved the building bones and the rustic brick floors, and after restoring it, added her own touches, like communal picnic tables and a bar that was made from used whiskey barrels. That's awesome. I like it. When she bought the building, she hoped that her tavern would be known for its craft cocktails and scratch made flair, not the myth of Madeline the ghost. Still, she concedes that there must be something to it. Folks have gotten locked in the upstairs bathroom, which has no locks. <laughs> <laughs> That's again. I'd be like, okay, no, no, this door does not have a lock. Why am I stuck in this room? <laughs>
1: She's a trickster.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently. She's Madeline. And refrigerator doors have opened on their own accord, uh, says the bar manager Rick Wolfolk and he actually has a video to prove it but they did not link the video uh so sad face the charbonnets signature dishes are earning a cult-like following of their own try the pepper brisket flatbread or the chicken pot pie with bacon thyme biscuit crust um apparently they live in the biscuit capital of the world dang that's cool i did not know that Mm -mm. that's pretty awesome i want to I was like, I want to live in the something capital of the world. Then I was like, Jessica, <laughs> you fucking grew up in the olive capital of the world, Calm. You're so. Not
1: as cool, though. <laughs> Not as cool, though. <laughs> no.
0: And probably smells a fuck ton better. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Fuck.
1: Okay. My first restaurant is going to take us to Colorado. Besides one, I've chosen places I've lived, states I've lived, so fun fact for y'all. Okay, so this place is called the Cruise Room. Located inside the iconic Oxford Hotel, the Cruise Room is a slice of classic cocktail culture in downtown Denver. It was founded after the repeal of Prohibition in 1933, making it Denver's longest-running bar. It's well-known for its expert preparation of martinis and Manhattans, but the Cruise Room's ghost, a mysterious postal worker, seems to prefer beer. On multiple counts, bartenders have reported seeing a man walk into the bar wearing an old post office uniform, orders a beer and mutters, the children, I have to get the gifts to the children. Oh, and appears to drink his beer and leave. How sad. Right. The holidays are stressful. Fuck.
0: Poor guy. Right. And he's a postal worker. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know, especially this time of year, it can feel a little bit like more, like everything feels a little bit more around the holiday season. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need that little extra help. And we kind of have a solution for that, which is better help.
1: Yes. And if you are not familiar, it is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. And the great thing about it is you'll be matched with a therapist in under 48
0: hours. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't even have to sit in the uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Which we
1: love. We are here for that. Ever since all of this stuff's happened in the last couple years, I'm very pro-Zoom, so this makes me happy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: And you guys can benefit from this, too, by visiting betterhelp.com slash spookedgirls. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And when the bartender goes to clear the beer bottle, it's still full. Legend has it that back in the 1930s, there was a postal worker on his way to deliver Christmas presents to Central City, but the gifts were never delivered. That spring, his body was found, and all of the Christmas presents were still with him. That beer at the cruise room may have been his last.
0: Oh my God, that's so sad! I'm so freaked out by that shit poor, poor man, just trying to deliver presents, freezing to death, honestly, oh my God, okay, cheer us up. What's your next one? <laughs> I (laughs) hope mine is. Okay. So now we're going to dart across the country and we're going to go to Oregon and it's the Old Town Pizza and Brewing. So Old Town Pizza and Brewing was founded in 1974 in the lobby of the Merchant Hotel, one of Portland's oldest buildings. Place your order at the window, formerly the hotel reception desk, for their signature pies like the OG house special, which stars pepperoni and homemade Italian sausage. Okay. I will admit, Mm. like I freaking love when you go to a pizza place and they have like their own, like they make their own meats
1: yes makes it so much better
0: but do not be surprised if naya which is spelled nina but they like wrote out how you're supposed to say it so like mm-hmm. Ni- nina nina That's how I wrote it. Um, Joins you for a slice. She's been around for over a century and she is often spotted donning a black dress. Ooh, fancy. Mm. She has been known to wander the basement. One delivery driver asked to be taken off the the brewer's route (laughs) after seeing her there. Oh, I can imagine. I'd be like, oh, God. Mm Mm-hmm. Or observing diners, if she gets really close, you might catch a whiff of her perfume. Hmm. Despite the Merchant Hotel being an upstanding institution in town, it's also known for its prostitution. Local legend has it that one working girl, Naya, was murdered and left in the elevator shaft, which (gasps) is now the backdrop of one of the cozy booths in the back of the restaurant. They pay homage to Naya in a ghost pie in which beer marinated chicken sits atop a Alfredo sauce base splattered with roasted red peppers and mushrooms. Hmm. I kind of want that pizza.
1: Right? I know I want pizza. This episode's just going to make us hungry.
0: It's lunchtime
1: for me, too. So, like, <laughs> I <know>. fuck.
0: <laughs> I haven't eaten. The only I've had today is a cranberry bliss bar from fucking Starbucks because it's Christmas. I got to get one, at least one a season. You're right, you're right. And now I'm done. I've had it.
1: (laughs) You're like, it's over with. If you've ever wanted to make your home feel safer, there's no better time than now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving our three Spook Girls listeners, aka you guys, early access to all of their Black Friday deals, which is 50% off their award-winning home security.
0: Ooh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. We love Safe because it's everything you need to make your home feel safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who will send help the instant you need it.
1: SimpliSafe was even named Best Home Security System of 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. You can easily customize the system for your home online just in minutes and even get a free custom recommendation from SimpliSafe.
0: These are Simply Safe's biggest discounts of the year. You can get your complete home security system starting at just over $100. There's no long-term contracts or commitments. It's a really easy way to start feeling a bit more peace of mind.
1: 100%. And y'all can take advantage of Simply Safe's early Black Friday deals and get 50% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com/spookedgirls. Again, that's simplysafe.com/spookedgirls for 50% off your entire system. So, our next stop is in Alabama. We're headed to the Gaines Ridge Dinner Club. When Camden native Zach Kennedy and his father took over Gaines Ridge Dinner Club from his grandmother, they knew what they were in for. Oh, God. The stately southern mansion was built by a Methodist preacher in the 1830s, and local lore has it that he still resides in the house. Hmm. I believe it. Diners have even been known to smell the preacher's cigar smoke when there's a firm no smoking policy in place.
0: Ooh, naughty boy. Mm-hmm. From time to
1: time, diners also hear a baby crying. It's said that one cold night back when the house was still a residence, a mother accidentally smothered her baby in the upstairs bedroom. Oh, <gasps> no. That's sad. Despite these eerie occurrences, the stately Gaines Ridge is a local favorite for weekend dinners, special occasion lunches, and large format celebrations like weddings. It's a beautiful setting with delicious food. Anything with shrimp is a sure bet, be it fried, grilled, boiled, or as a bisque, but be sure to save room for the signature black bottom pie with chocolate pudding in a ginger snap crust.
0: Ooh. Okay, I'll eat that. I'm in.
1: Okay, if anybody listening wants to give me and Jessica a TV show, we will go eat at all these places.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's the Food Network. The Food Network just used to give us our own show and we will go eat at all these haunted places and then do an investigation.
1: Exactly. And tell the stories
0: and talk to the owners. It's a whole thing. Does anyone know anyone at the Food Network? (laughs) Anyone? Anyone at all? I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So now we're going to go to Maryland. And I had to do this one because of the name. (laughs) It's called The Horse You Came In On. (laughs) It's The Horse You Came In On Saloon. I was like, yes. (laughs) Okay. The Horse You Came In On Saloon, locally known in Baltimore as the Horse, was established in 1775 and is one of America's oldest continuing operating bars, even during Prohibition. Over the centuries, it has become a Fells Point institution known for its live music and lively atmosphere. The energy levels are high, which perhaps explains why floating orbs, believed to be in the form of spirits, energies, the energy levels are high, which is perhaps explains why floating orbs, believed to be the form of spirits energies, have been spotted at the bar. Okay, ready for this, Tara? Mm-hmm. The most famous ghostly legend is the writer Edgar Allan Poe. <gasps> excited? Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. The horse was the last place he was seen before he mysteriously passed away in 1849. Mm. There have been rumors of his ghost walking down the street on his way to the saloon, and bartenders even used to leave a, out a glass of cognac for him. Though the bar no longer serves it, oh my god! So they just keep like a Edgar Allan Poe cognac on like under the. I love it. That's love amazing. It. These days, the bar is known for its house-infused spirits, such as tequila, in which flavors of jalapeno pineapple, and strawberry make for an even spirited margarita indeed. And this is Maryland, so crab is king. Opt for the signature snacks, which are crab pretzel, a soft pretzel topped with warm crab dip, or the crab cake sliders. I mean, I know I want a fucking crab pretzel. I've never had a crab pretzel. I've never had the two come together. This was a bad idea, Tara, because now I'm like, i got to go <laughs> fucking eat this. I'm just going to like, goodbye, Miles. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: All right. So next one we are going to head to is also on the East Coast. It is up to Maine. Now, this place is called Jameson Tavern. It is one of the oldest operating taverns in the state. And Freeport's Jameson Tavern is steeped in history. It's even known as the birthplace of Maine, as commemorated by a plaque that was donated by the Daughters of the American Revolution. (gasps) The D.A.R. (laughs) I was waiting for that. (laughs) The building was (laughs) first the family home of Dr. John Anglier Hyde before Captain Samuel Jameson and his wife took over in 1801. For the next two decades, it was a well-known meeting place for the prominent businessmen and luminaries such as poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Its taproom also earned a reputation for its convivial atmosphere and fine spirits. These days, spirits aren't only <laughs> aren't only of the quaffable variety. There have been sightings of a tall gentleman in a top hat, the trail of a little girl's dress disappearing around the dining room corners, and objects falling off the counter. You never know where you might encounter something off kilter, but you can always count on a taste of super fresh Maine seafood. There's a daily lobster roll and clam chowder special, a lobster stew, which Bobby Flay has called one of the best he ever tasted, as well as the lobster studded down east fondue. All right. I'm
0: here for this. I mean, I trust the taste buds of one Mr. Bobby Flay. Big fix. Big fix. Okay, so now we're going to go to one of my favorite states. And Tara's going to giggle because we're going to Oklahoma.
1: I figured. I figured.
0: Yeah. You know. Kindles, located in a century-old building in downtown Noble, exudes the kind of charm that you can only find in a family-run small-town eatery. Owner Kim Locke, who took over the restaurant from her mother, founded in 1986, hey, it's my age, (laughs) and named after her first grandchild, continues the tradition of serving homestyle food, try the signature oversized chicken fried steak, and welcoming diners of all generations. She also embraces the spirits that gather here, including the ghost of a young boy who has been known to play with the toys in the kids room. I love restaurants that have like a play area for kids. Mm -hmm. There's also a hall table that is often requested because of the frequency of paranormal activity. Another ghost is fond of female staff and has been known to tug on their hair. I mean, I need a guy with long hair to go in
1: mm-hmm. and see, see if, if it's just pull. a hair
0: or if it's a female thing. Yeah. The restaurant also serves as a living piece of history. With its location just three miles south of Norman in the University of Oklahoma, it serves as a de facto pop culture museum, housing more than 500 pieces of Sooner State Mobilia. Holy shit, that's a lot. In November of 2018, it opened a gallery paying homage to the women of Oklahoma music in conjunction with the Oklahoma Historical Society and the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame. That's cool. My uncle lives in Norman. I could be like, can you please? Have you gone here? Can you let me know? I love it. I love it.
1: Well, I can't do Alaska because I've already told this story somewhere for the podcast. I don't know if it was on here or if it was on Patreon, but I know I've told you about that haunted saloon where the sex worker got murdered by her husband who was mad about it.
0: Oh, yeah, you definitely have. Yeah. I don't know where you told it either, so.
1: I don't either. That's a red onion. So that was an honorable mention for that. So since I figured Jessica's doing California, I picked a random state for my last one based on the name. (laughs)
0: So how I picked all my other ones.
1: (laughs) So we're gonna go to Indiana and this restaurant is called the Slippery Noodle Inn. (laughs) Established in 1850, the Slippery Noodle Inn is Indiana's oldest bar and remains an Indianapolis institution, known for both its live music and history. It was first a traveler's inn called Tremont House. Individual rooms on the second floor were rented to travelers before becoming a part of a working brothel. The basement has rooms that were used by the Underground Railroad and some that contained Prohibition-era stills. Almost all of our places have to do with Prohibition. (laughs) With such a storied past, it's no wonder that the noodle has attracted the attention of psychics and paranormal groups. Many have investigated the bar and identified ghosts, including the madame who ran the upstairs brothel, a.k.a. the woman in red, and Sarah, one of the working girls, a.k.a. the woman in blue, who was reportedly killed here by one of her clients. Another figure who's frequently spotted is an older man named George, who is reported as the inn's handy man he spooked a beer delivery driver so bad that the driver requested a different route same same what? It's <laughs> uh you might be just as likely to see a celebrity here peyton manning jimmy fallon and robert de niro have all stopped by but you can always count on signature dishes such as the jumbo tenderloin a breaded deep fried pork cutlet that's a hoosier state
0: specialty Ooh, okay so my last one is going to be from California, and it is La Golandria. Mm. hmm It's a Mexican restaurant, and I'm like, excited because, like, I love Mexican food. Mm-hmm. With its brick-and-wood exterior and dreamy paintings from local artist Asu Andria, La Gondria exudes a homey warmth. Consuelo Castillo de Bonzo founded the restaurant in 1924, making it one of Los Angeles' oldest Mexican restaurants, and it said that La Consuela's spirit remains. One night, staff, who had stayed late to do some painting, saw a heavy bathroom door open for them. Another time, staff had their equipment moved from one end of the kitchen to the other during a city-sponsored work. Though La Consuela's presence isn't a sure bet, the signature Mole Poblano is. The sweet and spicy sauce is made from a complex blend of 40 different ingredients, including ripe plantains, raisins, raw nuts, chilies, and Mexican chocolate. For a refreshing tipple that won't leave you weak-kneed, try the La Cabana, in which a Pacifico beer and freshly squeezed lime is served on ice with a salt rimmed glass.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know that I want my beer on ice, though.
1: Fuck it. I'll try it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up our episode on haunted restaurants. If you guys would like to read on more states, we will. This is kind of like the format of the Reddit episode we did. So I can post the link in the discussion thread for you guys in the Facebook group. And if you guys have been to any of those places that we talked about, let us know. But with that, we are going to go ahead and sign off and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.